Hey everyone, this is Chad Pullins from the Bonfire Group. I'm here with someone from our team also, Nick Rich. Nick, it's good to see you today. Man, it's good to be back. Glad you're with us, man. We've had a great summer here at the Bonfire Group. We've been able to travel around in different places, um, just experience family and some rest. And gosh, man, I feel like I'm back in the saddle. I feel like I'm, I'm ready to move. How about yeah, you? man, we're gonna get we're gonna get to it. It was a, it was a good month. July was a nice time of, of rest and for for all of our team really, and I think we're all ready to get going. Yeah, just, just as a side note, you guys, we we spent some time today as a team, um, just evaluating our ninety day goals here at the Bonfire Group, and one of the things I, I want to encourage you guys in is that you know for you and your team, if, if you don't have tangible measurable goals that you're working towards it's really hard to know if you're winning and sometimes you'll think you're losing when you're really winning other times you'll think you're winning when you're really losing and so we just did that today it was a great meeting we casted some vision for the next 90 days and just really important um we we want to continue the conversation here though on this podcast from where we've been from our last um couple podcasts we started um two times ago, the very beginning, just unpacking for you what we really see is the key to effective leadership. And we unpacked very simply that if you're going to be an effective leader, um, you've, you've got to be for me. And if you're going to be for me, you've got to push me. If you're going to push me, you've got to show me. And if you show me, you've got to review with me. And so in podcast one, we just kind of briefly unpacked what that um, cycle of leadership looks like. And then we came back a month ago and we spent some time looking at you've got to be got to be for me. And really, I mean, at the end of the day, that that's all tied to relationship and being able to build those relationships. And some people are really good at that. Um, and and it comes real natural to them. And other folks, it doesn't come natural. Like Nick, he's terrible at relationships, guys. Like, I mean, we're constantly having to work with him on this. I'm totally kidding, Nick. I'm totally kidding, buddy. Yeah, yeah no, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, we, we've got to work. Some of us have to work on relationships. That's me, you guys. Like, I've got to work on relationships. I care about tasks more than people. I'm not good at it. Like, I've had to learn over the course of my development as a leader how to really be authentically for the people that you're leading. Now, some of you guys out there listening, you're like, I can't believe that, but it's true. It, we're, 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 some of us, it comes natural. For others of us, it doesn't. Now, this next key of effective leadership, um, if you're for me, you've got to push me. Um, some of us out there who are great at relationship are, are not very good at responsibility. We're not very good at pushing the people that we lead. And then some of us who probably aren't very good at relationships, pushing people comes very natural. What what we're fighting for here at the Bonfire Group when we're talking about effective leadership is you got to do both, right? And you got to learn to be for the people that you're leading. And if you're for them, you've got to push them. So today, um, we want to spend the, the bulk of our time talking about what does it look like for you as a leader to push the people that you lead. Um, Nick, just any kind of opening thoughts um, there from you today? You know, I just think about the image of a hand. You know, when you think about human human touch and human work and, and everything we do, we, we kind of think about our hands. And with our hands, there's three things that you can do. You can, you can punch someone, 
You can pull them or you can push them. But when it comes to effective leadership, obviously punching is no good. Nobody, nobody <laughs> likes to get to work and be punched. You know, but honestly, but that happens us, like so does, much, right? right? Like, like you have leaders that just like run over you, and some people like you. You belong to a team, and you get to work, and you feel like they just punch you in the face, and 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 you know, we're trying to help people there. That's right. That. Yeah. You know, it's, and when you've been when you've been punched for a lack of relationship, if you're going to get anything out of those people, then you have to pull them. You know, and none of us want to lead a team that we have to pull the whole way. We want to be able to to push. It's like that, that image of like an open hand that that, that loves you, but it but it's pushing you to to what's better. It, it reminds me a little bit of Jesus's leadership, where we often see him behind, leading from behind, like that's really out front. You know, our our friend Caesar um, from Soma, you know, he talks about small is big and slow is fast. It really is this dichotomy that. Leading, being out front of your folks means actually coming behind them and pushing them into um, the, 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 the ways in which they're going to be carrying out the mission and vision of the organization, company, church. In other words, they're the heroes, not yeah. you as the leader. You're not the, le- you're not the hero. You're the guide. You're the one pushing them um, to get where they, they need to be. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, just a 10-year-old reference, but if you look at the, the show The Office, you know, and, and the, the manager in the office, Michael Scott, he, he's the, the requisite non-pusher. He just wants everybody to, to be happy and not really changing. He doesn't actually push his team for success. And so they don't really see success. They just kind of sit at par for their entire existence. Yeah, it's good. So this idea of, of pushing people. So how do we do it? I mean, that's a question. So we want to unpack some of that for you today. I mean, obviously we can't go into all the details, but at least you'll have like a picture as what it means to be an effective leader to push the people that you're leading. And, and one of the things is this, is we have to just realize that without someone pushing us, we cannot live into our full potential. We're not going to live into our full potential on full potential on our own. If that was the case, you'd never have a college football team with a coach, right? Like if that was the case, you know, Michael Jordan didn't need Phil Jackson. I mean, one of the, one of the reasons that Michael was so amazing is Phil knew how and was a genius at how to get out of Michael his full potential. As a leader, being an effective leader, one of the most important things that you can do is to realize that the people that are working for you, that are under you, whatever environment you find yourself in, that without you pushing them, they're not going to live in their potential. And so one of the ways that you do that is you got to know what is their growth edge? Like, what's their growth edge? Everybody wants to continue to do the things they're good at, right? Like, like if we can just do things I'm good at all the time, but but a lot of people don't want to press into their weakness. Now, this is where it's so important for them to know that they're for you. Because if you're for them, you can actually press into their growth edges. I like that language better than their weaknesses. Their growth edges, so you can pull out of them the potential that they couldn't realize um, on their own. Absolutely. I mean, human nature will always seek comfort unless an outside it's a great, force it's a acts great, upon It's a great it. thought. Right. Yeah. Um, I was hanging out with some soldiers at a, at a drill weekend the other day and just telling stories and stuff. And they were talking about how at one point they were stationed in Korea and it was the winter time 
and they got cold at night and they were heated up by torch uh, like little gas powered stoves and in the night the stove went out and nobody wanted to get outside of their sleeping bag so by the morning they were all like borderline hypothermic because nobody wanted to leave that comfort nobody pushed them out of that comfort we need someone who's going to actually just push on us a little bit to help us achieve things that the truth is we would never achieve them on our own. And, and wanting that for the people we lead is so important because we're wanting more for them than they actually want for themselves. Yeah. We're, we're wanting, and we're wanting more than just bottom line, just like we talked about in the whole for me bit. Like we want more for you as someone we lead than just a bottom line for our company. We want more than just more dollars per product and more dollars per minute. We want you to live the best life you could live. There are a lot of those growth edges, those, those personal growth edges, the way we, we interact with each other, the way we understand ourselves, the way that we're self-aware. There's so many of those that affect the entire orb of our life, not just the, the little dinky monetary things that we can measure. Yeah, I mean, that brings up a, a great point, Nick, of, and this, this is gonna be the key for you all being able to lead effectively in pushing people. Most leaders who naturally push, all right? So, so I'm talking to you guys out there who naturally push. Most leaders push the people they're leading, not for their own personal growth, but for financial gain yeah. in the organization. And so what happens is you only begin to develop their growth edges that lead to financial gain, the direct, pieces. You don't realize all the indirect pieces of, you know, is, is this person growing in their family life? Is there growing how they're handling their physical self? Are they, you know, all these different dynamics that come into it. And what we have to realize when we talk about pushing people, what we mean is we're pushing them for their own personal growth, not for the financial increase of the organization. Absolutely. Now, Absolutely, if people in that you lead are growing personally and you're pushing them, one of the byproducts will be financial increase in your organization. But if that's the goal, what they will see, um, the people that you lead, is they'll, they'll see themselves as an object on your belt that you need to use to get where you want to be. But if you're gonna be an effective leader, if you're gonna be an effective leader, you've gotta realize that this growth edge pushing, this helping to pull out of people, helping them to live into their full potential is about their personal growth first and foremost. And when what I've just found, when people have done that for me, when it's been obvious that people are pushing on me because they want me to grow as a leader and a person, um, not for their own benefit, I, I'm, I'm compelled and willing and want to press into those growth edges um, along the way. Well, I mean, one of the questions that kind of comes up for me in the midst of that, okay, that's great. How, how do you do that then? Like, how, how do you make sure that happens? And I think it's, the, it, it's the, the, the issue of accountability and clear goals, Nick. I mean, I think that's the way that we begin to make sure we're, we're, we're moving in the right direction. 
Absolutely. You've, you've got to have accountability and clear goals. And, you know, we kind of describe our four keys to effective leadership on a circle, right? It's, it's not a, a linear checklist that for each event in someone's life, you're going to do one and then the other. And so one, we can push people and let them know that we're for them in pushing them about the things that we're for them. You know, last month we talked about having people, having all you, the people you lead, your employees, put their vacation on the calendar first. A, a lot of people need pushed in that area. And the way that we push them is we hold them accountable. We don't just say when we hire someone or when we bring them into our organization, all right, so one of the things we do is we put our vacation on the calendar first. We hold them accountable. We actually sit down with our calendars and say, hey guys, where's your vacation? Let's, let's make sure we, we know where everybody's vacation is. And then somebody inevitably shows up and didn't take it seriously. They don't have their vacation on their calendar. I mean, and here this is, this is, this is for them, you know, they're going to make it to the end of the year and they're not going to have taken vacation. We want that for them. We want that rest for them. So we say, here it is, here's where it's at. That same idea of clear goals and accountability transfers through every level of leadership. Even when it comes to, you know, subsets of leading people, when you have a, a general manager and assistant managers, is that assistant manager doing these things? Is, is the general manager checking with the assistant manager on how he's employing these keys of effective leadership? Yeah, I mean, one of the ways that I would talk about this um, also, Nick, is I think it's important that we as leaders, we don't set the goals for them. Hmm. You know, so, so we say to people, leaders, we're pushing them, hey, here's the growth edge. Here, here's something I'd like you to step into. Now, you you tell me, what are your goals? Where do you want to be six months from now with this? Yeah. Like, what's going to be the win if we look back here? And allowing them to set those goals, we don't project it onto them. And then we're able to push them in that direction along the way. And I think what we're getting at with, with all of this here today is – it's almost the, the, the second side of the coin. On one side of the coin we had last month is you got to be for me, which at the end of the day is about relationship. Well, this side of the coin of effective leadership is about responsibility. Like you got to push me. And it's about calibrating responsibility. Um, one of the things that we like to do is to put this on an X and a Y axis and to see that when we have a culture of high responsibility and high relationship, that that's, that's an effective leadership culture. That's an effective leadership culture. When you have a culture of high relationship and low responsibility, that's an entitled culture. That's a comfy culture. That's someone that's not getting breakthrough. When, when you have a culture of high responsibility and low relationship, that's, that's a culture where people feel used, feel like they're objects. So, so what we're encouraging, what we're fighting for, is we want to have a culture of high relationship, high responsibility. That's an effective leadership culture. It's a culture where you're not only for me, but you're also pushing me. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is that people don't know exactly how to how to do that? We have to ask those we have to ask those questions. We have to enlighten them and, and bring in a period of time where they have the opportunity to give us what those goals would be. You know, we have to actually ask them, like you said, uh, we have to coach them into what that would look like. Yeah. So one of the things that we'd like to do here towards the tail end of of the podcast, you guys, is next month we're going to be looking at 
Um, if, you, if you're going to push me, then you got to show me. You can't just tell me to, to go do it and be figured out. You got to actually show me what what you want me to do. You've got to be an, you've got to imitate for me. And what we'd love to do is is we'd love to offer to anyone out there if you'd like to spend um, 30 minutes with someone on our team to really unpack this podcast and to maybe see what it looks like for for one of us to show you what it looks like to push some people that you're leading through this lens of relationship and responsibility. Um, we'd love to have that free 30-minute conversation with you. You can actually go to um, thebonfiregroup.org, and on there, there is um, a button that you can click that will actually bring you to our team for a free 30-minute coaching session. And we'd love to be able to model that for you. Um, Nick, thanks so much for taking some time and being here today. Uh, you're, you're a great leader, man. I watch the people that you lead, the way that you're not only for them, but push them. And I, my hope is that there are more and more leaders out there that are, that are learning this, this cycle of effective leadership so that, we, so that they can really see not just the breakthrough in what they want financially, but the breakthrough in their company, uh, their organization, their church, their family, um, to really have their best days that are in front of them. That's what we want, guys. We want to help you have the best days um, in, in front of you. Anything you want to say, Nick, before, before we get out it's of here? It's been a pleasure, and I just really hope that you know, as, as we continue, more people will be able to push instead of pulling their organization along. Yeah, great word. All right, you guys take care. We'll see you next month.